Hello, horrible people. Welcome to Death by Podcast, episode 5050. This is the big, giant hot dog. I am your host, Adam. That's your other host. Adam. And this week, I am refreshed. Still have a little bit of cough and whatever gravel in my throat. So bear with us. Bear with me. But thanks for being here. Thank you. Special thanks to, uh, we have some listeners that reached out saying, get better and people man i know there's people that listen that like live in my neighborhood who you know offered to walk my dog offered to go shopping for me so thank you all you know who you are uh to those of you who said oh yeah i want to help and then ghosted me go fuck yourselves and you know who you are uh that me did i do that (laughs) no it's not you no man you're you're like you're like eternally set with the pizzazz (laughs) oh with the pizzazz yeah the pizzazz like what did i cook this week been doing a lot of toast i've been in a toast mood which is pretty simple but like your wife said throw down some some tinfoil and you can like kind of put anything under that thing it's yeah it's crazy how it cooks it how well you would think the time that it spends outside of the underneath part you know it, that it wouldn't yeah. be cooking but it does i know it's wild it's pretty amazing so anyway thank you all uh for today we wanted to do well, first of all, I had the letter Q, as some of you may know. If you checked out our video over on the YouTube channel, please go look at that, where we spun the we- spun Kevin's wheel of options, and if, because Q, was, I was stuck on Q. We had already done uh, Queen of the Damned, which is pretty much all the letter Q has to offer, with very few exceptions. So we spun the wheel, landed on Star Trek. For those of you who don't know the wheel, it's got eight categories that pretty much don't have anything to do with horror just so we can change things up every once in a while. Of course it landed on star Trek. <laughs> Again, this it was not my idea to put star Trek on the wheel. This was your idea, but I'm uh, glad to do it. Yeah, know? I know you are. I know you are. And furthermore, when we spun the next spin for the uh, eight options, we each filled out four options. It landed on one of Kevin's, which was the next generation uh, see, is it season four, episode 19? I believe so. Yeah. The nth, nth degree, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, we're going to get into that. We also decided since it's only a 45 minute episode to watch that we would, uh, chat about the Batman, which hit, uh, streaming this week as well. A couple other things, I guess. Uh, and we, we've afterwards, we've got, uh, a new, new review and a question, listener question from Patreon. So we'll do all that. What else, Kevin? What what else you got from this week? Anything stupid? Uh not not much. Uh, a little bit of uh Monsters news. Oh yeah? Yeah, we got some casting. They cast uh Jeremy Wheeler. Jeremy Wheeler. Uh, I don't know he he's been in some stuff, um, but I didn't recognize him. Okay. As who? Uh, as Mr. Gateman. Probably uh, a neighbor. Nah, Herman's boss. Ah. At a funeral home. Herman works at a funeral home? Apparently. What do you remember? I remember him coming and going with a, like, like a lunch pail. Yeah, like a yeah. But I I don't remember him being at work. But you know, you've seen more of it than I have. I guess I don't know. I don't remember what he did for a living. I mean, you could you could bring a lunch pail to a funeral home. You know, sure. It's a little on the nose. I don't know, but I guess the the fifties were on the nose as far as yeah. that stuff went. That's cool. Yeah. That's it for zombie, huh? Yeah, and that's it. And not a whole lot of news. I was looking lazy, lazy bum. Uh, I someone brought it to my attention 
yesterday that there's they're working on a new Predator movie, man. Are they really? Have you heard this? It's called no. It's not even called Predator. Oh, it's, it's called Prey. It's called Prey. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm willing to check that one out. It's, it's directed by Dan Trachtenberg. I saw uh, that. Why do I know that name? He used to be one of the hosts of the Totally Rad Show, and then he he directed. He was directing commercials while he was a host on that show, and then he uh, went on to do uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, He's in a I couple enjoyed of shorts. That. Do, you, do you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I really like. Yeah. That one, you know, that that was actually a different script, and it was the the Cloverfield thing was just kind of t- the Cloverfield thing's kind of weird. So like the first one came out, and it was a lot of people wanted a sequel, and they didn't do one for a long time. I think they've only I think they've done it twice, maybe three times now, where a movie will come out or a movie will be made, and they'll just throw like the movie will be done, or even like it'll be a different movie, and then they'll just throw the Cloverfield name on it. Right. You know, like they did it with a movie called Paradox. The Cloverfield Paradox, right. which was a completely different movie. They literally just changed the title just to get people to watch it. Right. And with, with this, this was a script called The Seller. I don't think much was different. And then they just at the end, I mean, and, and but then they changed the title and the like of all know. things. Why to throw why to throw um, Cloverfield onto it? Like, I, not, I think just it's like just, it's a mega brand or anything like that. You know, I don't know. I think just for name recognition. I mean, it, it worked. It, it got me to be, you know, the seller. I might not be. You see, I remember they, they both kind of came out like, oh, it's out now. Like, right. you know, like that's Netflix. Do you like Paradox? Paradox was a weird. No, one. I hate it. It was. A bad I mean, I, it felt like it, like barely mo- movie. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, like leftovers of an idea or something. It, I mean, that literally felt like a movie that shit the bed, and then they were like, "Fuck it, let's put, throw throw that name on it and right. see what happens." Um, yeah, Lane was a good and John uh, John Goodman, man. He was. Yeah, John Goodman's great. I always forget homegirl's name. You know her? A li- uh, a Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Right. She's good. She's yeah, I like her. Yeah. Anyway, this movie Prey, it's weird. It's not there's no predator no, in the name or anything. I'll see any predator they, movie they put out, at least when it hits streaming. But that last one was I, that's, last one was bad. That's right up there with uh, the the first Suicide Squad and Justice League as yeah. as the worst movies of all time for me. It was it was pretty cringy, man. Do you know anything about the plot of this one? No, I'm gonna stay out of it. I'm gonna see, yeah. See I'll see it, and you know, I wish I didn't know it had anything to do with the Predator. I wish it was. I just knew it was the new Dan Trachtenberg movie. You know, well, but it when it came when it comes out, you know, they're gonna show the Predator, so we'd know yeah. then. But yeah, it would be cool if like it went. Like some streaming service just dropped it and was like, "Here's the new predator." You're like what? So. I, I wish they'd do that more. Like that's yeah. always the best when they, instead of being like, "Hey, the new Thor comes out in two years," <laughs> it, like I don't know. Like I, I like when they just say, "I think yeah. like Eminem dropped an album like that like last year where it was just really? like, yeah, it was just like new Eminem record came out today." Like is it, is it called Mom Spaghetti? No. That's uh, actually the name of his restaurant. He, he has a spaghetti place. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. He has a place. That, he owns a restaurant where they serve spaghetti. Oh, my in God. Detroit. It's called that's, Mom's Spaghetti. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. When they opened it, he worked He worked there for the first day. And there was really? like lines around the block. He was just serving people spaghetti. Yeah. They look it up. It's great. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I, that's all I got for news and stuff. Should we move to... Oh, I was listening to some music. You know, I'm a huge 80s guy. Everybody knows that. I'm starting to de- develop a little bit of 90s nostalgia, I'm noticing. And I was listening to some music today. And I miss when you could make a song and the lyrics were just like, 
you could you could say get funky with it or do that dance and they qualified as lyrics yep you know i was listening to a lot of snap today i don't know who snap is is that a band yeah snap so um i've got the power it's funny i've, I've been listening to uh the uh everybody dance now song all day on what song is it the you know this one the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. CNC Music Factory. Yeah. So Dude, yeah, I, I have to let yeah I have to let it play out for a second. <laughs> I'm I'm building a Simpsons diorama and uh-huh. this the diorama plays that song. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. And it, yeah, but it stops there. It stops after the second everybody dance now, and I'm trying to get it so the whole song fits. Uh, I know all I, the lyrics to that song. I I could I could <laughs> do it right. I could sing it right now if, if you wanted. It's okay. To, but, but I'm no, not I've been it. I've been doing it all day. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> NC Music Factory was like, I was I was big into that that stuff, like MC Hammer, all that early '90s, like just I don't know what you'd call that. It's not really rap. It's not like dance. It's something else. It's like aggressive. I don't know dance. It's, I didn't like it. Hip hop stuff. <laughs> What'd you watch? We got Batman. I I also put on last night, man. Um, Spies like us. Oh man, uh, I used to watch that a lot when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in yeah, a long, long time, but I watch it a ton. Revisit it. It is so excellent. Does it hold yeah. up? Oh yeah, dude. If I ever have a kid, I'm gonna name it Millbarge Fitzhugh. <laughs> I a couple of years ago I revisited uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and I was like, this isn't as good as I remember. I've never seen that all the way through. I, it's another one that I used to watch all the time when I was. Yeah. I think it's because they played on Comedy Central, like nonstop. Yeah. Um, spies like us, man. It's it's got. It's got some some of the best lines in history comedy, uh, written by Dan Aykroyd. John Landis directed it. Did he really? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. I, I mean, we'll throw that on. Oh, it's so good. Lots of lots of good nostalgia in there. But just just watching those two guys like do their thing, like the buddy thing, and it, Chevy Chase at the top of his game, I would argue, just solid. I love. There's just so much good. Doctor, 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 doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. A great movie so we watched the batman yeah talk, you, want talk about, batman. you want to talk about batman we jump into batman if you want yeah let's do that batman or yeah sure did you like it yeah yeah it was oh, i mean shit. i i mean it was okay i mean it was I, yeah i didn't hate it okay um i don't know i feel like this isn't a short shot against the movie but yeah i'm just old now i'm like three hours like we need three hours for the like which is fine i mean it didn't feel but you're a lord of the rings guy yeah, but like I don't know, like those are grandfathered in. Like that was when I had three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like I like along somebody. I think it was like either Siskel or Ebert. Somebody said it, it was Ebert. He says no, no bad, no good movie is too long, and yeah. no bad movie is is uh, too short. Exactly, and I agree. And it's my fault, and because the movie didn't drag, it was three hours. Do, do you was, like? Do you like the Christopher Nolan movies? Yeah, but I have big problems with them. Yeah, like, they're not they're not flawless. Like That's I hate absolutely. I hate the like I like Brian Pattinson way better than Christian Bale. Do you? As okay. Batman. Yeah. That's well, I hate I hate the the voice. The voice take I hate it. It boggles me that that they went through that whole production three times. Yeah. And nobody was like, hey man, <laughs> maybe chill on that on the voice. It, it sounds ridiculous, and it takes everybody ba- out of the Batman scene. begins. He doesn't. Really he doesn't do, do it, it as bad. It's not as bad. He does. But yeah, it, it gets crazy. In the he also doesn't year. talk as much in back time it begins. But yeah. like in the second one, it's nuts. It's, Isn't it? It is. Isn't it crazy how just after one movie, because I feel the same way. I like I love Christian Bale as Batman. 
but I prefer. I think, I think it's Pattinson. a good Bruce Wayne. I think it's a be- great Bruce Wayne. I think it's a shit Batman. Great point because this movie, there's very little Bruce Wayne. In fact, there's arguably no Bruce Wayne, the socialite, right? Yeah. Yeah. He goes to that funeral, but he doesn't, he's like not you doing know, anything. I didn't mind a lot of that stuff that like, oh, it's emo Batman. And even like the, I, I don't like when superhero movies, like are like embarrassed of their source material. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how the cat, like Catwoman can't wear a Catwoman suit because it looks silly. So yeah. she has to wear like a ski mask and, and it kind of looks like ears. Like I always find that annoying, but like, I don't mind it in this because it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a year or two, you know, he's super young. He's like, he's still pissy. He's like, it, it, it he's, it's super early in his career, you yeah. know? So I don't, I don't mind any of that stuff. I agree about the, being ashamed but this movie actually that Catwoman thing is specifically from frank miller's year one uh which is arguably oh you're wait is that seminal year one? yeah mazzucelli and i i know i, I know the comic I sure love sure it. but is she, i guess i guess whole, it is, it is her. this version of selena kyle is taken from that and what's his name the director um matt reeves yeah he this movie is kind of like it's year one uh hush zero yeah. year I got a lot of hush. like a couple, a yeah. couple other. Oh, long Halloween. It's yeah, all, there, it's there was like, a lot of long. Well, not a lot of long Halloween. A little. I, yeah, I thought that's what they were going to be going for in the beginning. But you can tell he read his comics, which I love. That I love. I, I, I love Matt Reeves. I think he's oh, great. I, I love his Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're they're awesome. Um, this I think this is by far his best. I like Planet of the Apes too. I like uh, better than this. Really? Okay. But that's fair. Um, he uh yeah but this was solid i liked a lot, a lot there was a lot of things i liked i liked that batman was i i was like gordon like gordon was like great his relationship with gordon i really liked i really liked i liked the eye thing like i liked when that they added stuff to like you know like the, the, what, the, the makeup no no which i appreciated because yeah, I that's always bugged me since 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 take the mask off and there's no makeup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, since Batman Returns, when yeah. he does that, yeah. it's like because there's a half second shot where yeah. where it's not there. And I was always just like, just say you're wearing make. Just put on the makeup. It's yeah. fine. We we know. Totally. <laughs> what do you mean by the eye, the eye thing? The contact lens, the contact lens. Oh, okay. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, like, it was. A, a way to be like, OK, he's and that's the other cool thing about this is that it wasn't even that he was super like you, you know, you think of Batman and you think like, Oh, he's a super genius. He's like, yeah, he's a, you could say he's a regular guy, but he's like, he's an elevated human being. Right. And this felt like he was a regular guy that just had a bulletproof suit. He had, he had this tech that like, yeah, it allows him to be a good detective because he gets, because he records everything he sees, Sure, you know, like even, even the car, like I wasn't like, if this were, you know, whatever I like the car at first, I was like, this is the first time I've watched the Batmobile and thought like, Oh yeah, it's a, it's, it's a car. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's, it's a muscle car. It's badass. I mean, it, that's all it is in this. It's, it's, and it's not, it, it's, it's, it's just basically a, a fast car. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's got other stuff on it, but it's not like the way it moved, like it, it moved like, like John wicks car and, yeah. you know, it didn't have any guns, right? They didn't do guns. I think it might have had guns. I don't know. It, I don't think it had like turrets or anything. It had like, yeah, but it felt very much like, like, yeah, like he's just yeah. starting off. I, I don't like, I don't love the costume. I think the costume looks better in like some shots than others. Yeah. But 
I think like, it's going to evolve. I mean, if they do another one, I think it's we'll weird. It looks evolve. like they made it. It reminds me of the Yoda puppet from episode one, where it's just like, did you guys make this from memory? <laughs> like, did you guys not have any reference? Why would you make these decisions? I was really when, it, you know, before the movie came out and they showed like screenshots and stuff, I was really against the costume. I was like, man, what is happening? It looked, I mean, in those, those shots, like, yeah, the, the yeah. ones you're talking about, they look like shit. But, but I really, I really liked it once you got to see this movie it like there's not a lot of gadgetry there's not a lot of like all the, all the stuff that they did like batman was arguably a side note in the in nolan's trilogy to the villains the villains sure. were like you know exponentially more and, and in the burton movies too like absolutely and, and the schumacher movie i mean they he always absolutely takes a backseat this now. is the first time i feel like they they put minimal bruce wayne they put no origin they put no focus on the Batmobile as far as like what it can do. There's no focus on his gadgets or his suit. It's just, he uses it. The yeah. focus is on Batman and him being a detective for the first time. I would say, yeah, there's that part where like he dr- takes the, you know, Bale takes the brick out of the wall and does that. But that was almost like here. Okay. He's a detective. Yeah. But this whole movie is detective. And I loved that. I yeah. love that aspect of it. Yeah, that, there was a lot I liked about it. And there wasn't anything I hated about it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was solid. Um, and even it? Riddler. Yeah, what, I was going to say, like the villains, like, would you? Riddler, I, so like when he, when I first saw pictures of, of him, yeah. and even like when he came out, I was like, dude, he looks, he looks like a fucking sex pervert. Like he looks <laughs> like, like, yeah, God, this is what we're doing. Like, this looks terrible. But like, I really liked, the performance i really you know. dug every I, I mean it was like okay it's a take on the regular i guess it's fine like i said like if we're gonna do this i thought it was super well done right it's not what i kind of i like you know i like my riddler to be you riddle know, me this yeah, batman a lot like <laughs> big bright green suit talking about, do you like Jim Carrey's riddler? i did at the time yeah. i mean i you know i love frank gorshin like from yeah. adam west like that's riddler was my favorite when i was a kid Okay. It was Riddler and Penguin were uh, my two like like, like the Adam I, West I, versions. Yeah, when I, yeah that was that okay. was my bat my first Batman. If I caught yeah, a Penguin absolutely. episode or a Riddler episode, I was like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> That's awesome. You know. I I dug him, man. I I feel like he was an amalgam of you know the Joker and Hush, but I um, gotta tell you, did you watch the deleted scene with the Joker of this movie? Yeah. No. So yeah, I did not. That's that's the only thing I didn't like in this movie. I hate. Well, you I hate that see, actor. I don't even know who the actor is, and they didn't really you show his face him. in this. But there's a full scene where Batman goes to see him that they where, cut, where and is it's all over the place. It was online like two oh, weeks really? ago. Okay, yeah, and Matt Reeves released it. Oh really? Um, and it's just a scene where Batman goes and like like talks to him about like at, and asks some questions. Okay, and I hate it. Really? I hate, yeah, I hate to the check performance. It I hate everything about it. It the looks actor, like it, it, it looks like a fan film. It looks like when, you, like, in the, oh, like, I'm sure it's not finished. I'm just talking the performance altogether. No, it was. It was a finished scene. Really, but even just the performance, it feels like some guy. Well, I mean, and that's not, the actor. I think like he's he was in. Um, did you watch Eternals? I didn't. No. Did you watch what else I've seen? He's been in a couple things, but I just don't like him. He doesn't look like a joker a joker you know yeah so. it's i mean it's a hard part to cast but this it, it yeah it, it screamed of like 
Cause it like, you know, there's cool fan films. Like, you know, there's an, there's that Batman versus predator sure. one. Like that looks cool. To, and especially whenever they do the Joker, it's a little cringe. I was really surprised that they went there at all. You didn't need to. Yeah. Why? You know, what, there's what no for? point. And to show to just allude to it the way they did. And before I knew who the actor was, I just thought that the performance in that little scene was terrible. The laugh was terrible. I hate the laugh. I hate everything. I hate, yeah. I, I really don't like that. J- I mean, I'm I really hope they was, don't do it. I, I don't, I hope they don't either, but they laid it there. So I'm I mean, guess- why put that in there? Yeah. Like that, that I feels, hope, I, I wonder if it was like that. studio interference. Cause you didn't need it. Like yeah. Riddler owned, owned the movie. Like he was also solid. because <clears throat> I don't know how well, you know, hush, but hush is one of my favorite yeah, Batman I know characters. Hush. So, well, hush I know is, this, I know the hush story. I yeah, know the hush is thing. all over this for people who don't know. Um, hush was Batman 608 through 619 written by Jeff Loeb, who's a big DC guy and drawn by Jim Lee. And it's about Tommy Elliott is this kid that Bruce grows up with and has a sort of analogous childhood with rich parents, but he resents his parents. He wants his parents inheritance and plots to kill them. And the Waynes get inadvertently get in the way of that. He doesn't get the inheritance. And so he's bitter and holds that against Bruce Wayne and becomes a surgeon and hush this villain who is like a kind of a crime lord uh so this movie the it's almost like an origin of hush only they changed his origin a little and putting the riddler in it because in this in the comics hush uses the riddler as his tool through the whole thing yeah so i was it did it made sense to do that and in this movie there's the the dirt that they that is dug up on the wains with um thomas apparently hiring Falcone to kill this reporter who the reporter's name is his last name's Elliot. So he's apparently, Oh, I didn't even catch that. And then it says, as soon as they reveal that info in that video, hush flashes across the screen real big in the, it's one of the Riddler's videos that he made. It's all right there. <clears throat> so I really dug that, like set that up so that in the next movie, you can reveal that hush was behind this whole thing. But they but they laid that Joker seat and it's like where, what are we doing? Unless they save him for the third movie, I don't know. How about Penguin? Yeah, oh, I love Penguin. I thought he was great. I wish I didn't know that was Colin Farrell. Um, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, I always like Colin. I don't I don't know why he's, he's awesome. he gets a bad rap. I like I like I like Colin Farrell a lot. I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, I wish I wish he I wish he was smoked. That was one of the first articles I read when they were making this that like Penguin's not going to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because because Farrell didn't want to or what? No, because it's it, it's DC and it's like yeah. we were yeah we were Warner yeah. Brothers but we're not it's Batman we don't want them smoking cigarettes you can say fuck but we're not gonna yeah. smoke <laughs> I mean I'm sure they it wouldn't have been a big deal like but yeah. they yeah would I mean they wanted to try and sell toys yeah so they yeah. really he's getting his own series on HBO I guess so yeah I hope he wears a fucking top hat and has a monocle that's not his character though I mean it's, it's not I mean I don't need that but it would be nice I thought they wear, need- wear some purple. You know, where's <laughs> where definitely I, I bet he wears purple, wears some purple, put on it. I mean, no, that's the other thing. None of that shit. Maybe the monocle is a little over the top, but it's not it's not a, it's not a leather cat suit like that. I get sure. like, OK, that's a little silly, but like there could have been a, you know, it may well, be. In the, they, may, it was cool. I thought how they gave him that scar that shaped his nose pointy. You know, I like, noticed that his face was scarred. I didn't notice that it was like and it made it like his nose, his face was very much. I mean, it just, it had that point. I don't know. It was, it was cool how they just subtly did that. 
Yeah, I, 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 he was my favorite part. I think really him and 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 Gordon. I like Gordon. Gordon was um, great. Gary Oldman, man, how do you top that? But yeah, I did like that he kept. It's so funny that they did it again, where they made him a lieutenant. You know. Yeah. And they had another commissioner in there, and it was like it gives him space to evolve. Yeah, but it's it's it just as soon as the other guy came in and they called the other guy commissioner, I was like, well, that guy is uh, <laughs> done for. Yeah, right. Like, cause that's this guy's job. Like, it's coming. Yeah. He. Uh. But yeah, I dug that. Uh. I really like how you could call him a man, and I really like that he was like working with the cut. Co- like, he there he wasn't like creeping around in the shadows that much in this one. You know what I mean? He was like Dude, going. That was one of my favorite and- things was how he would enter a room by stomping almost, you know, like yeah. he would come walking up and it would be, he'd, he wouldn't be there. It'd be shadows. And then be like, poof, poof. there were two scenes where that happened. And then he'd come out of the shadows and he just walks in, but they made a point to like, yeah, he's not going to creep. He's going to yeah. like walk right into the room. I, I think, that. I think my favorite, my, you know, who was great. It was, uh, uh, John Turturro. Yes. He, man, and I don't he, like him, man. Oh, I always like him. I, I like him I like as Jesus, him. but like other than that, I'm a big, big editor and like he killed it. And the best, he, he, I think great. he had the best line delivery, even though I like Commissioner Gordon. I kept calling him man. Like, I really like that. Like, we got to go, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that little subtle thing. But like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Taturo. He has a great line. Like when after he gets arrested and Batman's walking him out and he yeah. like, he does this like it looks at him like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like he has this like, what are you wearing? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's it's so good. And it's yeah. it's you know, it's, it, it's the so subtlety. Because I guess when when Totoro started showing up in the Transformers movies, which unfortunately I've seen all of, I was just like, Why are you doing this, man? Like, what are you doing? Oh well, everybody in those movies are doing. I mean, there's some, there's there's top that Francis McDormand's in the I know, movies. I know. I mean, I even like Mark Wahlberg, but like he, they're all yeah. paychecks. That's all that is. But like to keep doing. I mean, whatever. It just shaped my image of Totoro. But in this man, his subtlety, it was so good, and I believed him as he even looked like Falcone, like from the from the comics, from like Long Halloween. Um, yeah, yeah. We didn't ever get to see Maroni, did we? They talked. They about did Maroni. They in the in this movie. No. Yeah, in this movie. No, they did. They did Maroni in in he was, uh he was Nolan's movies. He yeah. was Roberts. Uh, what's his name? Julie Roberts' brother. Yeah, uh, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they. I don't know. Did you ever do that thing? Like I went a couple of years ago. I was. I wanted to eighty year of the Batman comics. Yeah. And it, it's cool. You can basically make your own continuity. Like if you read read them in the right order, like there's a, a good like twenty comics that like you can read, and it's like okay, this is you know. What do you mean? And like, I, like you start with like like year one. Sure. Oh yeah. And then you go to, I think I think it's like what's that Joker one? It's not Killing Joke, the other one. Yeah, it's a uh, man, who, man laughs. who laughs. Yeah, okay. man who laughs. Ed Brubaker. Yeah. Yeah. And then then you then you do uh, like Long Halloween, Dark uh-huh. Victory. Yep. Oh, before that, and then you do year, uh, Robin Year One. Like they all they all like work with each other and they all refer, they keep referring to two shit that happened in the other ones. I forget what it was. But I made a big list and I was like, I think I've got like a, it's all great stuff. And I'm really glad that these guys are drawing from it. And, you know, Nolan hit on notes, I guess. Um, and I don't want to dog Nolan's movies. I mean, those things are phenomenal, but this movie, I just really, aside from that ending with Joker, like 
I didn't have a problem with any of no, that stuff. I didn't, I didn't either. I, I do want to bring one thing up. Yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a bit, I don't have necessarily have a problem with this, but I understand it. A uh, friend of mine had a big, big problem with the, with this movie. Um, in particular, uh, the scene with the bat. In the cage? Wore, yeah. My friend works with bats. Oh, and okay. I guess <laughs> that scene, it's insane to think you could keep a bat in a cage like that. Like it's sure. it, the, the analogy that was laid out was it's, the equi- like it's the equivalent of like if you had a movie and there was a lion and they were keeping it in a cardboard box and it was staying contained like you would watch that and be like that would never happen like you can't keep a lion in a cardboard box yeah but a bat's not going to bust out of a metal cage apparently a bat if you if there's a crack like that like oh like it could that be- that cage in yeah. that cage it was like laughable yeah. that you could keep a bat in it like yeah, if but- there's if there's a crack at all <laughs> It, like she so she like re- rescues like bats and yeah. birds and shit awesome. and bats you have to keep in tupperware because if there's literally any jesus christ any way to get out like they'll yeah. get out that's uh that makes sense i get it but and no disrespect to your friend at all but anytime <laughs> anytime you get someone I, this happens with every movie where someone who someone watches the movie there's a part that they are that they actually have experience with in their real life and they go that's not how it happened yeah. it's like i do it all off. the time with like when electricity happens <laughs> in movies shut yeah exactly like yeah that, that you'd be like electro can't work it, it bo- yeah it, bo- it, it bothers me when it's like, like shut in, up and enjoy the movie. certain things like star trek where it's like they get blatant star trek stuff wrong yeah. <laughs> like yeah. duh, that's not hey sure know? It, but, but yeah, that, I, I agree with you. But that was I, that was one of the many, many things that should I, I get that. Um, yeah, there's there's what do you call it? Suspension of of disbelief. I mean, maybe that, that bad just liked hanging out in that cage. That's true. Also, the first thing you said was you'd have to be a psycho to keep. And this dude was a psycho, you know, like uh, Riddler. He was a psycho. He's kept a bat in a cage. So I don't know. that's that's one of the things that I, I, I loved the cards that he kept giving him. You know, he found the one in the bat cage and to add to the riddle and the, and the detectiveness. And it made me want to like I, yeah. s- start solving ciphers and stuff. How about, how about Alfred? What'd you think about? I didn't Gollum? like uh, Andy Serkis as an Alfred. Me neither. I, I thought he was a shit. I didn't, I didn't mind him, but I got to tell you when they blew him up like that, I was like, that's a ball. Are you killing yeah. Alfred in the first movie? Like right. that's a ballsy move. And then they didn't do it. And I was like, I just feel right. like they didn't give him a lot to do. I, I like Alfred to be old. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I mean, I get that he's young, like, like, like Bruce is young. So bad, you know, he's going to be young, but do you think that, do you think that if written differently that you would have liked Andy circus? Cause I know you like Andy circus, but I, yeah, I don't mind Andy circus. Uh, but I just think he's wrong for Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, again, though, I'm glad that like all these characters, like Batman was the lead. And I love that. I love that. You know, we didn't need a lot of Alfred. We didn't need a lot of, you know, these other guys. I feel like Alfred's the, um, <laughs> Alfred is the, uh, is the Aunt May of the Batman movies. Like he really? just keeps, yeah, he keeps getting younger <laughs> and it's like, all right. Like, you know, Sally Field, I guess she's old. Yeah, she's old. And yeah. then it's like, I like definitely the- did not like Marissa Tomei as I like her, but I didn't mind it. It's By like, that time it was like, dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm just glad Spider-Man's here. Yeah. I tell you what though, man who I wish that they had maybe used more of, but Jeremy Irons as Alfred was, I really liked. He wasn't bad. He was barely in it though. Yeah, he was, but just his vibe that he gives out was awesome. I love it. I like my Alfred to be old. Like I want Irons is fucking old. I'd say Michael Goulet Gould. I don't know how you say his name. 
He uh, he's still the best. Go, it's go. I think it's. You know what's weird? They've never done a mustache. Really? Like in the yeah, comics, I guess you're right? In the comics, Batman has a, or always. Alfred has a, always has a mustache. Always. And they've never uh, done an well out at uh, on Adam West. He has a mustache. True. He was awesome. What's that yeah. dude's name? I don't uh, remember. Man, he that dude was on a movie a Svengu, that Svengulu was showing a few months back, and he it was like a sci-fi movie, and he was younger. And he was like this, like physical. It was a physical role. I didn't realize it was him until Svengulli always runs through who these who the actors are, and I was like, no shit. And it was filmed around the same time that he was playing Alfred. And so Alfred, he's definitely like aged up when he's playing that role. That was crazy. Like I, I have a prediction for uh, when they do the second one of these. I was gonna ask. I think the the black kid in the beginning of the movie that's uh, like the gang member that's getting recruited right i think he's gonna be in the next one and Jason uh, todd no i think he's gonna be robin i think he's gonna be whoever, jason todd know. was robin yeah but they won't do jason todd you don't think i think you gotta you, you gotta do dick before you do jason todd you can't i don't think yeah. you can't skip over dick grayson dick grayson to me yeah, is i, I don't understand. I love dick grayson they could be printing money if they would just put, i know man why if they would put never dick grayson a in a movie that is crazy. There, well there was but don't even start on that Robin. Yeah, fucking 30 year old robin that gets right. he, he's a 30 year old man that gets adopted <laughs> it makes no sense like that it? movie that movie works if you cha- if you cast a 12 year old yeah that movie works all of a sudden sure sure um that's what i want young yeah you, know, yeah. you get you you, you can't like, think about that think about like i wouldn't want taylor lautner yeah. but like you cast like a taylor lautner type who's like a younger guy and yeah. then by the time he's like 19 he's like Nightwing. like a He's like a heartthrob. Yeah. And yeah. you could put him, you know, you could put him in. I think oh, that dude. kid that you're talking about was, was first of all, a little too old. I think he, he looked mid teens or late. Yeah. I did. I did it tall. felt like they were really focusing on him for, and he never came back. Like I, mean, I, there I was, expected to come back in the movie at some point. Duke Thomas was, is the, is, was a, a new Robin from Scott Snyder's run yeah. black kid. I don't think they'll do a race swap on Dick Grayson, but I could see them doing it for, jason todd or someone i else. don't think they would on jason todd just because jason todd kind of goes bad and but, th- but he comes around like if they follow through with the red hood story yeah red hood comes around but yeah he does go bad one of my favorite characters him and red hood and hush i just i would love to see where do you, where do you think they're going with a sequel story-wise i think they're gonna do robin only because they've never done him but what's uh, the what's the story uh i don't know i hope they don't do joker yeah <laughs> uh, save him for three and recast him and we'll, and that'll be fine it seems like they really want this guy because they they put out the scenes with them and yeah and nobody's flip flipping out like usually joe and maybe it's just because we're jaded because we're getting so many jokers in the last few years yeah, yeah i don't yeah. need a, i don't need joker again like, you know, really remember, what's wild is you know what's so funny when they were casting heath ledger everybody was like how I are you remember. gonna top? How are you gonna top? Uh, you know, Jack Nicholson. This is gonna suck. Blah blah blah. blah. And then since him, it's it's like a dime a dozen. Really, everybody's doing. It. You know what yeah. I mean? Like now, it's sure anybody can be the joke. It, it used to be like, like really, you know? Yeah, I was one of those people, man. I was like Keith Ledger. Like oh, I was pissed. A Knight's Tale. Ten Things I Hate About You. Are you kidding me? But, but yeah, man. But yeah, that's he, my favorite. That's my favorite performance in movie history. Is his Joker? <laughs> his Joker was awesome. Man. I love it. I think I really hope that they pick up the and go with Hush, have some balls to like do something that is totally different that people are going to go. Who's Hush? Have the balls to do that because you've already made you've already established this movie as being an amazing movie. 
critically and fan wise and monetarily. So you can do whatever you want. So I just hope that he wants to do something different. I don't want to see, we're obviously going to get more penguin. There's a chance the Riddler could come back, I guess, but you know, do something. I, I could take it. I've always been like, with Catwoman. I could take her leave. I've never I, really, I don't need her anymore. I really don't. I hope she's gone. I, I mean, she was fine. I enjoyed her. Yeah. I thought but, she was a, but why are we putting my guess, but yeah, you need a yeah. female, obviously like, and I want a female lead in, in these movies, but do something different. Do, do like, there's so many good, you could do Talia al Ghul, right? You could do a cool, yeah, you do Barbara on, Gordon, or Barbara Gordon introduced Batgirl. Um, yeah, you could you could do some stuff, but yeah, I it'll, it'll be interesting to see what you know what I did like that was neat. Out of I know he didn't have a lot of gadgets. I I really dug the adrenaline shot. That was like, awesome. That was cool. That was, that, that was the, the only little, thing he yeah. little spot that he like cap that he flipped open on his leg. Yeah. Oh, see, I was suit. wondering where what it was. It wasn't on his belt, right? Well, no, I'm saying like he had a cap on his leg that he flipped open, and it was oh, it was two, on, it so was, he could go through the armor. Otherwise, it's see, all that's armor. smart. That's yeah, awesome. that's smart. That's you know, awesome. yeah. Nuance was this movie had a lot of nuance like that. But yeah, I dug that. That was the one time he used his utility belt was to get a fucking adrenaline shot. That's yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, and and after the movie, I realized, oh, I didn't need all these tropes that we always get. You know, like we saw them, but they weren't. Fo- it wasn't like, hey, look at this utility belt. You know, like look at this Batmobile. Look at this thing. Whatever. It was look at Batman and watch yeah. him. No, it was thing. it was totally solid. A good yeah. like hour in, I was like, "This is really good." I, I'm telling you, man. Like Paul Dano's Riddler. Yeah, I mean he that he kicked ass. He was great. Like I, I don't love that take of the Riddler, but if yeah, if that's what we're doing, I love it. Like I love that performance. Like he just like, seemed sca- like a scary lunatic. Lunatic. A lot of very Heath Ledger inspired, but uh, you know, with the the voice, the yelling, the losing his temper stuff. Um, I hadn't seen Dano. I don't think, I don't know since like there will be blood or something like that. He pops up every once in a while. I know he's, he's been doing stuff, but yeah, I forget what the last thing I saw him in was. He's always uh, like, he's in oh, looper. Yeah, um, that's right. Every time I see him, I'm always like, Oh, he's just on the edge, man. He's just always unhinged and on the edge. Does yeah, a great, I, great I'm job. I'm a big Paul that. Dano guy. When I heard he was in it as the, like he was, the I was like, that's, that's awesome. Do you, uh, do you have a favorite scene? I don't know. I don't think I did. I mean, I can't think of any. Nothing jumped out at me. It was like that. That's a great. Oh, uh, Sarge Garb was in this. I, that was cool because I was like him. But Which as one? like the shady DA, uh, oh, right, Peter Sarge right. Yeah. Slimy dude. Yeah. But he was really good. There were a couple of things I was like, wait, why are they doing that? Like, because he so he gave Catwoman the contacts. Right. Right. And said, OK, go in the club and I need to see this and this and this and this. But like he's recording and he at one point he's like, wait, wait who was that was that the da like go back go talk to him and i was like but she's recording everything you can you can pause this later why are you having to go back there <laughs> like i think it was just i know what you mean i think it was just because he wanted more yeah info, more information you know yeah. or whatever like that dude's there go talk to him you know yeah that was cool that, and i like i kind of like like you know I, I i've never been like crazy about the catwoman batman thing but they did that well where it was like I, and I like that she wasn't a good guy or a bad guy. And right. she was like, she, she was like, but right. yeah, I love the ending, man. It was a great ending how they pull up and then they go separate ways. And I was just like, thank you. Like we don't need strings attached, you know, just that's, it was great. My favorite, my favorite scene is when he wakes up in the police in the jail cell surrounded by the cops and he like, you know, immediately like 
gets on the defense and there's a couple exchanges where somebody yells out like we got you on assaulting a cop or assaulting two cops and he's like yeah. why don't we make it three yeah he <laughs> says something like that and then yeah. and then that com- and then gordon's like give me the room give me two minutes and they all leave and gordon's like i love he's just like they're right in each other's face he's like dude you got to take these keys you got to hit me in the face and he's yeah. like you know he's like putting putting his finger on his chest and he's just like it's a great little conversation awesome scene yeah i really dug the and I, you know, it was cool. I'm glad they hit the ground running where it was like, yeah, yeah he's been around for two years. They're already working together. Yeah. There's, there's no, we didn't need the whole, like, should I trust him? Should I not? Like, we know they're going to be, we know they're going to get there. So just fucking get, right. start where, where they're already there. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was good. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright was great. It was great. Movie. He's he's usually pretty solid, man. I, you know, if they don't go with something obvious that they've set up in this movie, I think. Aaron Eckhart as Two-Face or as Harvey Dent should have been nominated for an Oscar. That guy was amazing. Nobody ever talks about him. If you're going to do something that nobody's really run with, let's do a, a Two-Face movie. I would yeah. love to see like... He never got his whole... That was the other thing. Like, by the, as soon as he, they did Two-Face, they killed them. Yeah, like, exactly. Two scenes later. Exactly. It, that was a bummer, man. It, it, they, so good. It, it, I, so I, good. It always bugged me about the Batman movies. Is they always just kill their villain. It's so crazy that they never, it never dawned on anybody to do like a, maybe, maybe we don't kill him and then we bring him back in other movies. And yeah, I guess Scarecrow, they kind of did that. But yeah, they, I mean, they did with Scarecrow, but I they would they probably would have done that with Joker. I don't know. But it, it just took the, it took until the Avengers for them to do it at all. Like, you remember when they, in, even in Batman and Robin, they just mentioned Superman. Like yeah. they say, like man, this what, they can make an off joke about Superman, and sure. it was like, ooh, t- Superman! Like, <laughs> like, are they saying Superman's around? Like, yeah. and it's like, yeah. it's so crazy to me that like, like it took that long to put like, do an Avengers movie. Well, uh, talk about killing villains, man. Marvel does that right and left, though. Yeah, they they do a good villain and they kill him. It's like, dude, hold up. Like, I, don't know, I think all that's going to change with the multiverse. Yeah. But all right, man. What else? You got anything else on this? No, man. No, it was, it was, it was solid. I would watch a second one, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I mean, even going in, I was like, I'm kind of Batmaned out. Are we doing this again? Like how many, I think we always say that. And then we watch it. We're like, yeah, all right. Yeah. This is, it it was fine. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, I, I know I brought this up before, but did you you see that Dr. Manhattan, uh, thing someone did? It was my favorite thing when they, when they, when this first came out, it's the, it's the panel of like him on the moon. Dr. Manhattan like exists like all at one, like all of time and space is right. happening simultaneously. So like the panel is him on the moon and it said like, I'm eight years old. It's my birthday and nobody showed up. I'm, I'm 17 and this is, this is, this, this is, and then whatever. And somebody did the same thing, but they replaced all the panels and said like, it's 1989. I'm eight years old and I'm seeing a grittier version of Batman. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> It's 2004. I'm, 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 I'm 22 years old. I'm seeing a newer, grittier version of Batman. It was like it's 2021. I'm 40 years old. I'm seeing a newer, grittier version of Batman. It was just like, man, that's so dead on. Like, how long that's are we awesome. going to do this for? Well, yeah, <clears throat> but what do you do? You know, with with DC not doing these, like, you know, Marvel has a cohesive universe yeah. that will go on forever. The way they've set it up, DC doesn't. So every time, every three movies i mean ben affleck didn't even get a movie so that's a shame i think it is because he was the best part of those movies yeah it, in fact if, yeah i would go as far as i mean i thought hydrogen capital was a good superman yeah uh but 
I mean, the movies were shit. I like. Uh, I, I thought they were really well cast. Superman, for, BVS, I like. Justice League, I don't. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought those movies were really well cast, except for uh, Flash. I can't. I can't do. Yeah, that I agree. He won't be Flash anymore. I, I think, don't think so. <laughs> after this can't. movie, that guy keeps fucking up. But yeah, I don't like him. Ezra Miller, get out of here. Uh, all right, that's the Batman. Man, I'm I'm afraid of what's going to happen next with Star Trek. <laughs> so it's funny, man. Is of all the this was the episode like like I had a couple like go to episodes. Don't like, make okay. excuses for this episode. No, I mean I love this episode. This is one of my not, not favorite episodes, but it's yeah. it's every time I see it, I'm like I like that one. That's a solid. I would never turn this episode off. Like I really liked it. And and, and if you ask me, this is right in the middle of their real house. Right when right around the beginning, end of season two, beginning of season three, they hit a streak where it's like good until yeah. it's a while before they have a bad one. And uh, this is right in the middle of it. It's 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 solid. I like, you know, I'm curious on what you thought. The Nth Degree, season four, episode 19, 1991. Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, everybody knows I'm not. It's not that I, I'm not an anti-Star Trek. I'm just not a Trekkie as you are. And there's something like, I enjoyed the episode start off. I enjoyed it. There's something though that I need explained to me. That is the reason why it's, it's really, this episode is really well written as I'm sure a lot, a lot of them, probably most of them are in next generation, the original series, some good writing as well, but there's something that keeps star Trek in this bubble that doesn't let it reach out to the general audience in the way that star star Wars does, or even like the Marvel universe or, you know, like Star Trek, it has its fans and it's not like you're going to reach out and often recruit new members. It's like you're almost like you almost like grow up with Star Trek and you're a Trekkie, I think. But there's something like I, I didn't this, I didn't get into it until I was older. But yeah, I know what you mean. There's something that just keeps it down, you know, and, and, and it's like it's not bad writing and it's not like I mean, budget that doesn't have the budget. That's obvious, which you don't need it if you've got sure, good it's, writing. It's, it's yeah. It's definitely all for the most part, it's TV. I mean, the movies like the JJ Abrams movies, most from what I hear, most Trek people hate them. I enjoyed them for the most part. So. I, I don't I don't hate the first one or the third one. I mean, they're fine. They're just they're not to me. They're like not they're just not Star Trek. They're sure. action movies. They're action movies. I get that. The, thi- the The cool thing is that I watched this and then the day before yesterday I on TV was some of uh, Enterprise. Is that what it's called? Yeah. With uh, Blackula. Right, Black uh, Bacula, Black Scott Bacula, <laughs> Scott Bacula, yeah. Blackula is Blackula. a different um, guy, different guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like to me, that show is garbage. This show is far superior. Um, but I'm glad I got to watch that one first, and then watch this one. It elevated it. Would you agree? I, it, that next generation is better than Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um, I like Enterprise. The Vulcan chick is hot, but other than that, yeah. it's like get out of it, here. Out of all of the, yeah, I I I rank it at the bottom under you know DS Nine and Voyager and originals. Like yeah, it, it's but it didn't really get to. It got canceled at I think the fourth season, right when it was oh, kind I'm of picking up. That far. Yeah, it was just starting to pick up. It was an interesting take. I mean, it was it was a prequel series. It takes place a hundred years before the yeah. original series, it, and, it, and it takes place in an interesting time. Yeah. of start of of the history um and that theme song and you texted me about the theme Dude, song that theme song is I, and, and listen, this theme song this theme song this opening for this show is yeah. star trek 
It's like, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's- I turn it on. I know what I'm watching. It's appropriate for what it is. That theme song is like, what is the show? Here's, here's the it's, thing about that theme Chris, song. Like the adventures of Christopher Columbus or something. I don't know what it was. Okay. Here's the thing about that. <laughs> this is why I love Star Trek. Okay. Because they okay. will wear you down with certain things. Like there's a character on Voyager whose name is Neelix. Okay. I know Who, Neelix. Get out, yeah. When you start, when you, when, when Neelix came on the show, the yeah. first episode, I was like, I'm not going to be able to watch this show. Fuck this thing. The fuck this character. I can't do it. I can't do this. And then over time you're just like all right i'm i'm, I'm in for neelix i like neelix <laughs> you know just the more and more it wears you down that theme song is the neelix of of that show Star Trek. that theme song, yeah the first time i saw the first time i watched enterprise as soon as i mean there's lyrics that it was yeah, like exactly like i shot i remember i shot up i was like what the fuck is this I yeah it like and it's and they're cheesy lyrics yeah and there's and there's not they're not just showing like stars and stuff they're showing like maps and water they're showing and like boats. yeah like get out of but here it's 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 a it's a it's a big jump but okay sorry but i'm all over it but now i because first of all that theme song the more you hear it the more you like it like i'm telling it oh, they're all like that except that one's a big but like deep space nine <laughs> the first time i heard the deep space nine uh, theme, i was like i don't like i haven't heard all. that one i can't wait to hear that it's awesome yeah. it's it's awesome it's it's fucking great but it's one where the first time you hear it you're like ah oh, is it that great but by yeah. the, the 20th time you hear it you're like yeah this 20th. is jam but and this one Enterprise, right off dude, the bat the is- Enter- yeah because it has lyrics and the lyrics are a little bit like bon jovi-ish and yeah. you know they're but let's give okay, it credit but i love that theme song is neelix like, um is enterprise picardo no which uh, i saw picardo where did i see picardo yesterday i saw him yesterday in something what what show is that Voyager. He's not. The, he's the doctor on Voyager. Maybe some Voyager came on as well, but I didn't catch the opening. I don't know. Um, I saw an episode where, um, and I promise we'll get to nth degree. Yeah. But, uh, I saw an episode where there's a, a chick. It's the chick. It's it's the girlfriend from Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield. Are you talking about Jerry Ryan? No, she's got the metal thing over. Yeah, her yeah, eye. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Is that the same show? That's Voyager. That's Voyager. That's seven of nine. She's a well, board. the she was like uh, a leotard. Yeah, the captain of this show, I think, or I don't know. Anyway, she's going after a an albino um, poop head. What's his name? The shitheads. Uh, well, wait, dwarf. did you say albino? What's dwarf? What's he? Klingon. 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 She's going after an albino Klingon that killed like her kid or something like that. This is on and Voyager. This is on Voyager, I think. And like, I don't know. That's the episode I saw, and I was just like, "This is." What, it I don't definitely wasn't this. a Klingon, but like, really? Um, yeah, there's not. I don't think there's. Any, I mean, there's a Klingon on on the crew he was just, he wasn't part that. of the show he was just the villain of the yeah, show. yeah but I'm, I'm trying to think i don't yeah they're they're over in the the delta, delta quadrant there aren't any Klingons. i don't think there's oh, any Klingons. it was the wrong there. quadrant okay <laughs> <laughs> well that that's the thing about that's what's cool about voyager voyager <clears throat> is the premise of the show is that they're stranded they're lost that's my other question thank you for bringing that up what's up with the federation is that the is the federation arguably a consistent through all star trek Kind of. I mean, yeah. So what's up with the Federation constantly giving ships and a crew to these dickheads that get lost or can't fly a ship or like every every series and every of Star Trek, they're all lost. It's like, who's giving you guys these ships in the first place? You can't you're you're doing you're confusing. And this is a common thing (laughs) on new Star Trek. They do it all the time. Uh, The Federation and Starfleet. They're two different organizations. (laughs) <laughs> but i get but that, what you're saying you know what i'm saying they're like whoever the boss well, is they're giving like 
It's like, do well, you give it to somebody who's not going to get lost? Well, Janeway, she gets lost on her maiden voyage. Who's, with, the, who's, she, who's she? I don't know who she is. Janeway's the captain of Voyager. Maybe that's who I'm thinking about. Rodney Dangerfield? or uh, I don't remember who the girlfriend is in that in back to school. All right. I'll look her up later. But the, yeah, the premise for Voyager is awesome. It's that they basically, they wind up on this mission the first time they go out and then they get stranded. So there's, uh, we can talk Voyager if you want. No, I don't want to talk Voyager. Okay. Okay. Because there's, there's a lot to Voyager. It's, we'll talk to Voyager the next time. <laughs> There was actually an episode I was going to recommend that I was going to put on the wheel. Yeah. Uh, that I thought you were going to dig. And I think you would have really liked it. Did you uh, on the wheel for all this? Was it all next gen? Um, yeah. Picks? These were all four all right. next. Yeah. Four next gens. All right. Well, let's get back to the nth degree. I don't want to stray too far. Yeah. yeah. So but anyway, it sounds like we could get lost. But. I love enterprise. I, I like enterprise, but yeah, I, I would put it, you know, and I haven't even, I've never finished it. So enterprise has Blackula. Voyager <laughs> has this chick that I'm talking about. Um, which is the one with the black dude from Nighthawk? He's the captain or whatever. Oh, uh, uh, Deep Voice deep Space Nine. Yeah, is it Deep Space that's, Nine? Okay, yeah, that's Benjamin. That's Ben Cisco. He's the captain. What's that? Um, Do you know that actor's name? Yeah, it's uh, Avery Brooks. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. So I'm just getting them straight. Next Gen obviously has uh, Gene Luke, and then the original that, series is Shatner. Original Shatner. Is that everything? That name everything? That's all the good stuff. Yeah. It's all the good stuff. Okay. The new one has the Walking Dead chick. She's the captain. Kind. Um, we don't. We don't discuss. Yeah. All right. We don't talk about. That. <laughs> all right. So the nth degree is basically about like this dork who gets like. <laughs> I mean, it's an accurate description. He gets, of, Bar- he gets, of Barkley. Yeah. He gets, Barkley's a dork. He gets zapped with some radiation or something, and then gets superpowers, brain powers, and takes over the ship. It's it's very. I noticed. It's very Hal 2001 Ultron Saturn three. If you've ever seen that with uh, Curtis, awesome sci-fi movie where the AI becomes, he, he becomes AI basically through basically, these zapping and then takes over. Yeah. They flowers for Algernon, but there's a twist. Uh, after that. Yeah. Right. Which we'll, we'll get to, but that's the jizz of the story is that there's this dude who keeps exponentially getting smarter and the crew is like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? And he's not really doing anything bad. He's just, he's just trying yeah. to do what's logical almost and help. And to a point where there's a, there's definitely an ends to this means, but, and, and also everybody's like, Whoa, like back up. Like what, what the fuck? Like, right. He's even more like suave. Cause he tries to get on, get it on with um, blue suit, whatever her name is. That's a uh, Beverly crusher. Yeah. No, not the crusher. There's crusher. Oh yeah. Years, yeah. Right? No, be- um, no, Beverly Crusher is he doesn't try and get it on Beverly Crusher, but no, he he's, he makes a pass at uh, he makes a pass at Troy, 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 yeah, that's her name, Troy, yeah, Deanna Troy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who wasn't in this? Wasn't there supposed to be Will Wheaton in this episode? No, he was gone by then. What do you mean they kill him? No, he left. He left the show. He comes back sporadically oh, okay. um, between seasons guy. five and seven. He's in like random episode. So this, so this dude. Barclay, that's his name, right? Barkley, yeah. Barkley, Charles Barkley. So he's like, <laughs> Charles he, Barkley. I've never he, thought of it. Before. He's hanging out with, I just messed it. Did I ruin it for you? <laughs> no, but I've never thought about it. Um, he's hanging out with Reading Rainbow. They're like doing engineer stuff. I love that this episode opens on Cyrano de Bergiac's nose. Yeah. I, when I, when I, I forgot the first, about the that. first thing you see. I forgot I was, about that. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. I, was like, I wanted I wanted some Star weird Trek, stuff. Man. Get yeah, out I here. wanted some some of this stuff. I wanted yeah. some like 
oh, we're doing, yeah, we're doing old 1800s plays. I, I like, that's what I wanted for that's, an episode for you. That's you know? the hardest part for me to accept in Star Trek, even with the Shatner stuff is when they go to earth things, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. It and, takes me out of it, but I have to, I have to accept, <laughs> I have to learn to accept that that's just part of it. Star Trek does that a lot. Yeah, there's a there's especially a guy, through like simulations and things, right? There's a guy on Voyager whose like passion is like putting together like <laughs> muscle cars from the seventies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> if I saw that, either. I'd just be like, "What are we doing here?" What it's fun. Doing? I mean, he's always on the holodeck, like working on cars and stuff. And he's got a passion for like old like 1940s serials, okay. like, and it's just like, come on, That's awesome. <laughs> like it's four hundred years of view. He would not be into this. It's and. and the Debergiac, the Cyrano thing is a play that they're doing, which go- goes, comes back around and it makes sense later. But at first I was like, all right, what are we doing? This is the nerd. Uh, the dork Barkley is yeah. like trying to, he's trying to kind of like fit in. It, it seems. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm they, sure he's, they, this isn't his first episode, right? No, there's another episode. Is he before a this? He's not a regular. He's a recurring. Like he, he's okay. besides O'Brien. He is in a bunch of episodes. Okay. He's in he's in the movies and Which he's movies? in post Shatner. He, yeah, he's in the next okay. generation movies. Um, he's in I, I think he might only be in one of them, but I enjoyed his character. I, and I, I, I really like Barkley's and he's on Voyager a lot. Yeah. I, I, Barkley episodes are like a nice little the same character is on Voyager or yeah. a different character. Because I know they do weird things. No, it's the same, same, same character All on right. Voyager. I, I vaguely recognize the actor. From, I don't know what, but I've never seen him in anything else. He looked familiar, but I enjoyed him. He was good, but he's he's a dork and he's fumbling and he's goofy <laughs> he is a dark. and like he's trying to fit in and do things. He's trying to learn things. He's trying. He's taking drama lessons, I guess, from this woman who's the hot teacher or the hot. That's Beverly Crusher. That's the Crusher. That's who's the, crusher. the fucking guy with the beard? I thought he was the Crusher. No, like, so you've been calling Will Wheaton the Crusher is what not Will calling. Wheaton. No, I know Will Wheaton. Will we talking about is, who's the guy that's like he's got a beard? Riker. He's the uh, he's Riker. Riker. Yeah. The the, the first he's officer the, of the he's, ship. He's in, in charge of a lot of things. He yells at Data in the beginning. I thought he be was polite. the crusher. No, he's not the crusher. He crushes. Right. He, he crushes ass like a lot. <laughs> really, that makes sense because he's really jealous later on. That. Oh yeah, he dude. He that just, the dork. Dude, he slays it. ass like for seven seasons. <laughs> Jesus he goes to like sex planets and just like takes really. Over. He's oh, so dude, goofy. He's, dude, Riker's the shit. What? He, oh, Riker's the man. There's so if many he, good Riker episodes. If he was called the Crusher, I'd be like, all right. It would totally sense. fit. It would totally fit if he were if he if that was his name. That's insane. Because he's Riker, so goofy. Riker is the shit, dude. There's an episode where he's on like a where they do like a first officer exchange program with some uh-huh. Klingons where they, they get a Klingon and then they send Riker <laughs> over to the Klingon ship to be first officer for like oh a week. My God, that's and like, so ironic. Dude, but within a week, he's, he's just like running the shit. Like he takes over. Like he, he, he's, 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 he takes over the whole ship because he's such a badass. He's Riker's the best. Um, there wasn't a lot of data in this episode and I was yeah. a little bummed and about there that. There wasn't even a lot of uh, Gene Luke either. No, there really wasn't. There really wasn't. I I was interesting. It was interesting that you picked it and didn't, you know, it totally focused on this dude and uh, reading rainbow. And those were the the main dudes, the main actors. So this chick is called the crusher. Well, it's her name. The doctor crusher. She's the doctor of the ship. Will Wheaton, who's Wesley is her son, Wesley crusher. Get out of here. He doesn't deserve to be called that. Yeah, he does. I mean, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't crush it. Does she crush anything? What does she crush? Uh, she she bangs a ghost in season seven. Oh my gosh, she crushes <laughs> ghosts. 
I, I like her. She's good. She, um, she is good. And she was integral. I love the scene. Uh, love is strong, but the scene later on when the Debergiac stuff comes back around and he's, Oh yeah. Cause he's, he can act now. Yeah. And he's been laser beamed and he's like reciting this and she's in front of her. I guess she's like his drama coach or something. And yeah, she's, she's always she's like, trying to get people into it. Yeah. Know? She's just like listening to him and he's just nailing it. And I don't know. It was a good scene. Cause by that point we're starting to see his evolution. Like he's really like changing a lot. And this is when they start noticing it for the most part, he's trying to become a better engineer, become a better drama guy, whatever. And he just sucks at it all until he gets laser beamed by, uh, that's the other thing. What's up with star Trek and <laughs> probes floating around in space? Like they love that shit. What do you mean? Just probes? Like, like there's I the mean, one movie with Shatner where it's like a whole, isn't that the first movie is all about this probe. Or is that Kinda. the whale movie? It's the whale movie and the first movie. No, the first. So the whale movie, they're trying to disarm a bomb. It's a probe that's like coming in number whale. Yeah. But hey, but my point is that there's that thing, that probe in number one. There's like a probe that like is doing a thing that's the villain, but it's not because it's just a thing. And then in this episode, there's the floaty probe that <laughs> they shoot. So- they yeah. shoot it and it gives laser beams to the dork. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of plot, you know, there's a lot of, uh, what do you, what like do you probes? Call? I mean, there's a lot of MacGuffins floating around <laughs> the galaxy. There's a lot of <laughs> plot starters that are flying around, yeah, yeah. you know, there's an I episode mean, where it makes, you know, they hit a thing and makes everybody drunk for, for the episode. Like, it's yeah, there, there's, yeah, that's a weird episode, but so, so this one, they, they shoot the, the probe and there real quick there's an episode of voyager where they where they go through this like cloud yeah and the, the entire and i love this episode but people shit on it the entire problem that, that they're having on the ship is that anytime they open a door to go into like every time they like go to enter a room they they enter the wrong room like essentially like like you know how like okay my bedroom is linked to the hallway yeah well you walk into the hallway and all of a sudden you're in the bathroom instead of the hallway <laughs> that's the whole premise of the episode like, that's nutty it's weird and it's like that's and it's so basically but it's it's hey man we got to do something and we don't have any money for sets this week like we gotta we don't <laughs> we can't like we gotta figure something out that's awesome i really like that episode people don't like it but i do with the probe there was a cool scene that i when the probes before they shoot the probe uh the probes coming at them and they're like they're like evasive maneuvers or whatever it's the first time I think I've ever seen the ship go backwards. Like it just starts going backwards. It doesn't turn around or anything. It just goes backwards, which is a cool ship, by the way. I enjoyed the design of it. And I wait, love, you're like, talking the the shuttlecraft? No, like the main. What are they on? What ship are they on? They're on the Enterprise. That's the Enterprise, like Kirk's Enterprise. No, there's there's multiple Enterprises. That's bullshit. This takes but, place. This takes place 80 years after Kirk. Okay, so this is the Enterprise D. Kirk, so Kirk, Kirk was on the original Enterprise, and he had the Enterprise, Enterprise uh, A, okay. because they they blow up the original Enterprise in Star remember, Trek Three. I remember that. And then in Star, at the end of Star Trek Four, the Enterprise A. Wouldn't A be the first one? No, it was just zero. It, yeah, it was just letterless. Okay. There's actually a great line about that in one of the episodes on the wheel that we didn't do. Yeah, I'm sure, it's great. It's a great line. It is. It's Scotty's. <laughs> Scotty's in that episode. I like it, but we got whatever Enterprise D this is. Yeah, you know who the who the captain of the Enterprise B was? Yeah, uh, Jackoff. Jackoff. Ch- who no, he wasn't? It was, no. uh, it was Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller. Really? 
Yeah. Oh wait, have I seen? I don't know. I feel like I've seen him in that. Yeah, he's in, so... he's in the beginning of Generations. It's the main voyage of the okay Enterprise B, and it get uh, and he gets Kirk killed. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did see that. That's bonkers, man. How many actors? It's a badass ship, though. Through. That's. I wish there was more stuff with Enterprise B because it's a badass design. Yeah. I have little one, models of all the Enterprise. This one I liked because I, I like the red and blue lights on the tubes or whatever they are. I'm sure they've got a name, whatever. Yeah, going backwards. Yeah, I thought that was cool. What is with Star Trek always? Every crew has an emotionless person that's in charge of a lot of stuff. So you get Spock, obviously. And then you get like Voyager has another Spock woman. Uh, this show has like well, Voyager. Voyager has yeah, it has another Vulcan. It's a guy though. Which is the Vulcan that's hot? Hot chick. That's Enterprise. That's Enterprise. This show. Enter- Enterprise has people with like the bolt with like the yeah. Voy- Voyager has uh, Tuvok. No man, because she was interacting with Blackula. This chick yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, Bacula is on Enterprise. Oh yeah, this is not Bacula okay. is on. Is All right, on- I'm confusing myself. Jesus Christ, too much shit. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so there's her. The Spock, there's this show has like stats and poop head dwarf. Like, um, why that seems like a common trope in Star Trek, right? To have like, oh, and then there's the one with the chick with the metal eyebrow seven, seven of nine, seven of nine. How many people are called seven of nine? Just, Just one. All right. So, anyway, they <laughs> they like they have this thing of like, like they have to have a character that's. It's like well, emotionless and in charge of a lot of stuff, which I guess it makes sense. If you got a bunch of stuff, you don't want someone who's going to like be flying off the handle if you need to press a nuke. Yeah, I really like the idea of like Vulcans to me are awesome because they, they work in pure logic. Like they don't, you know what I mean? There's no yeah. bullshit to them. They're like, no, that doesn't make sense. This makes sense. So that's what we're going to do. And that's kind of, and even like, I mean, Klingons are, I wouldn't say they're emotionless. They're super emotional they're just angry yeah i guess they're, you know and they don't put up with a lot of shit I, I don't know i think that's kind of what star trek is about it's like you know working with other cultures and different you know and then as far as like data goes yeah i mean he's yeah he's just awesome and and I, yeah i mean yeah he is emotionless but he's also but then he also know. has like cats or something like that he has a cat he was barely in this episode i was sad but when they yeah did show it, him, it was a bummer i he looked really yeah. moist I don't, know, I don't know. I don't have to comment on that one, but you know, <laughs> yeah, this it had it had a fair fair bit of Jordy. I mean, it, it really was the Barkley show. Who's Jordy? Jordy Jordy Laforge. He is uh Reading Rainbow, as you call. Oh, him. okay. Lavar Lavar Burton. Yeah, yeah. Butterfly in the sky. Still got yep. it. Uh, he's he's a strange character too, because he's like I don't know. There's no characterization to him. He's just a guy with like a hair barrette on his eyes. And he just talks like reading rainbow does. I mean, I, there there's, you know, he's a main dude though, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a big deal. He's, you know, he's a chief engineer. Yeah. He's, he's an important character. He's got, that's the thing. Like a lot of these guys don't have, they've got personality traits, but like they don't come out in every episode. It's like, you know, there's, there's Jordy centric episodes where, you know, you find out that he's terrible with women. Like he's really bad at talking to women, but he's, you know, reading rainbow is yeah interesting it's a running thing is he's really really bad with women do they ever is there an episode where him and the crush or what's his name Riker hang out together and Riker gives him like lessons on crushing yeah really there's an episode <laughs> like that i mean that there's definitely an episode where he's 
trying basically trying to get laid. No, um, when, when he's got reading rainbow with him since they're like he's bad and he's bad at like yeah um, i'm and i can't think of it specifically but i'm yeah. sure that it's a scene that happens yeah where where riker's like dude just do this just <laughs> relax and try talking to her like this like i'm sure that that's a scene i i, I can't think of it off the top of my head but i'm sure that scene exists because awesome. you'd be crazy not to write that scene yeah in absolutely. that episode absolutely but yeah the the, the Barkley, Barkley's interesting. I wish you had seen the other Barkley episode. I think there's, I wish you had seen the other Barkley episode going in before. Does it, is it before or after this? It's before. Okay. And it's basically that he's, he's a, he's a capable engineer, but he's fucking things up because he's nervous and he's really bad with people. You can see that in this one. Yeah. He's just, but like, and he keeps fucking up and keeps fucking up until Jordy's like, Jordy wants him off the team. He wants to transfer him. Really? Okay. Yeah. And Picard won't do it. Picard's like, no, man, he's on your crew. Figure it out. Yeah. Like either get make him better or it's a really cool scene. Picard's like either make him better or fucking demote him. But that's your job. Like, yeah. don't bring this shit to me. But it turns out he's like really capable. He's really, really intelligent. He just it's he's really nervous and weird with people. Yeah. And then it turns out he has like I have a signed picture from this scene in my uh or from this episode in my bathroom. Um, signed he, by who? Uh, signed by uh, Brent Spiner, who plays Data. Okay. Uh, he's like dressed like a like a Three Musketeers, like a conquistador. Is that what they, those guys were? Maybe swashbucklers. Yeah, know. he's like dressed like a swashbuckler. Basically, uh, uh, Barkley gets addicted to the holodeck because he's like living out fantasies where he's like kicking all their asses in like the Three Musketeers. Okay. And he whatever. Anyway, they find out he's doing this, and it doesn't matter. But it's an episode about that, and this is kind of the sequel to that episode. And okay. the, like the continuation of Barkley's journey, but I, I could, I would, I would definitely watch that. I definitely got the sense though, in this episode that, you know, of his character, which was really cool to see, um, you know, where it went with him and how they took their time showing the evolution of his brain and how the laser beams were like affecting him, how he was like gaining intelligence. And then by the end, turning into basically turning into the computer. Yeah, I mean, in, this happens a lot on Star Trek too, where it'll, it'll be like the captain's like, "Hey, knock that shit off," and it's like, "Ah, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just gonna do it." Like, you know, like somebody who's so intelligent that it's like, "Ah, fuck off." I know what's better for everybody, and uh-huh. you know, but that's kind of, I mean, the whole crux of Star Trek is like respecting command and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. What do What do you think of the giant head? The giant head? Yeah. The giant, oh, the, oh, I got notes on that. <laughs> I was like, giant head. Yeah, so this whole thing culminates into that's another thing with Star Trek, another trope, right? Giant, Giant heads. floaty heads are always um, popping up. Shatner yeah. had so many floaty heads. Yeah, like, yeah, and they just be hovering. In he space. had giant hands. Hands, yeah. <laughs> he had the giant hands. He had, you know, I think yeah. In Star Trek Five, there's a giant head. This whole episode culminates in like Barkley eventually just becomes mo- like he even says like his body is just a body and he his uploads consciousness his, his consciousness into the is computer in, is yeah. in the computer and he in order to make the computer more smart like the computer yeah, can't exactly yeah. i love i actually really like that and i'm not i'm gonna get to the floaty head but i really <laughs> liked how he like that scene where he goes in and he's like the computer's going too slow i need a computer that's gonna go fast he goes in the room and makes the computer's like i don't know what that is and he's like i'll show you what that is and he makes yeah he's like here's how you build it he yeah. builds, yeah, and he so he builds what he needs to solve the problem. I, I thought that was pretty cool. 
and then he solves the problem all of a sudden takes them through this like warp thing and that puts them like i think it was like 300 light years away from where they were you know they have no control over this whole what he's doing and then all of a sudden you know they're at the they're at the other end of space and this fucking floaty <laughs> head shows up with literally a dick and balls on his head like it's literally if you look at it there's balls on his forehead and his nose is a dick and i was like is this some kind of species in star trek i didn't know of but it didn't surprise me and he's just smiling and he's got like and he's it's a like, giant head on the on the bridge of the oh my god of the if, ship if i'm in that crew and i'm in that br- the bridge and this happens i'm like how the fuck do these floaty heads keep getting in this room man who's building the shit but it turns out he's like he's an actual person right is he like projecting his head or is that yeah i don't i think i would think that these project i don't remember but i think he's do these guys yeah, come back no okay so it's a species that loves to explore but they don't leave where they live so they bring other people to them and that's what this whole barkley taking over his mind was so that they could get basically a navigator to bring the ship and the crew to them so that they could learn about them. And then Gene Luke with his over voicing says like, we spent like nine days with these guys talking about stuff and they learned stuff. And then we reported back to uh, space station alpha gave them all our, all the knowledge we learned that part of it. I was like, all right, whatever. That's, star trekky i really enjoyed barkley's journey from the beginning and seeing him to the end where he has become more machine almost than man the stuff with the floaty head and the whole reasoning for barkley to be on that journey and throughout the episode i was like if i'm like fuck you guys i'm gonna nuke you guys because you could have endangered my crew you could have like we didn't know what was going on you could have told barkley if you're using him as a vessel like Hey, we're this people that does this thing and fucks with you because we want knowledge. It's like there's a better way to do that. But sure. But you know, then then you know, you could say no. There's a there's a there's a lot of rolling with it's weird. Like there there's a lot of that in, in Star Trek where it's like, all right, like it, nothing went wrong. Like Star Trek five's like that. Yeah. Where I know what you mean. Where yeah, like Spock's brother essentially like takes over the ship. Because he thinks he knows where God is in the universe. Right. And then he basically proves it to Kirk. And Kirk, even though he doesn't have a choice, is like, all right, <laughs> we'll go. Because, But it still is not like, you know. But it's like you said, like, there's a better way to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than endangering and making everyone mad and like all this stuff. And then this floaty head's just smiling with his dick on his head. I'm like, get out of here, you fucking asshole. Like, that's another thing. It was in one of the, maybe it was in the Voyager episode that I saw Star Trek makeup is like, just throw something on her face and put some paper mache and my, yeah, there's, there's two kinds of aliens. There's oh my just, God. Yeah. It's... There's, Hey, we're going to go balls out. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to do Klingons. We're going to four hours of makeup, or we're going to put this little thing on your nose. And yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a whole race of people uh, called Bajorans. Bajorans? Literally, Bajorans. Bajorans. But they have, uh, they're big on Deep, Deep Space Nine and on Next Gen. Yeah. Uh, but they literally just have this tiny little thing on their nose. And that's what separates them from. And they wear an earring. <laughs> <laughs> they wear there like were these, there were these two guys on Voyager or one of the shows where, you know, you know, like it's a, it's a common thing with like 
zombies and vampires just build up their brows and make their eyes look sunken in that kind of makeup where it's like like buffy makeup you know yeah. like every yeah, time yeah. there was a vampire it's like come on that's as best you can do there were these two guys on this voyager episode that i was like man that's why star trek aliens suck because like because <laughs> they're just like all right what can we do to sink their eyes in you know like or give them like a bridge on their nose it's like come on let's do something then when they do they do go all the way out it's like yikes you know it's like it's like wh- i remember in some of the jj Abrams movies there was some makeup that was phenomenal makeup but it was all it was like that's too much man like that creature is or whatever it is and it's always just from the it's just the head it's always a human body with just this whacked out head. Yeah, the floaty head guys were the same. I was like, just slap something on his face. I don't know. But the fact anyway, that I mean, just, they were blue, you know, I mean, yeah, they were different. I mean, yeah. they, they worked for me. I really liked the episode or I really liked the, the part where the giant head shows up. It's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> the whole time it's like, what? Because you don't know if Barkley's good, if he's bad, if he's like, you know, he's just kind of like acting on his own yeah and you're like is this good you know and even picard's like i don't know what to do here like it, and it, it, they do kind of get let off the hook because like yeah the blue guy shows up and says oh hey we're good guys just so you know and yeah that's, we've been behind everything and it's not barkley's fault exactly and you know they they were about to live they were about to kill barkley they were yeah, about they to were they were about to kill barkley yeah because but it, from their perspective they're like what, what are we supposed to do like we don't know where the hell you're taking us Exactly. You know. There was a better way. There was a better way to do this. I mean, for, you know, the episode was great. Like as far as the writing of it goes, I'm just saying like these aliens. And, and, and we don't know that Picard didn't have that talk with them. <laughs> like, yeah, they spent. Nine oh, years yeah. Like, like, hey, by like, the way. But, hey, by the way, don't ever do that shit again. Yeah, exactly. Or I'll fucking, you know, because they <laughs> apparently they've been doing this all the time, like with a bunch of different people, yeah. and species and whatever. So they these are the guys that sent the probe out. Yeah. And the and the probe is just designed to like find it, new- it's designed to do exactly what happened. Like it's designed to, to be what- zapped. How did they know it was gonna be zapped though? And then laser beams in the head. Well, because you become smart enough, like seemingly, like if, if it's floating around until it hits somebody, whoever it hits is gonna be smart enough to figure out how to get there. Get to like them. that's yeah, that's- it's not it, they weren't controlling him like a puppet. He yeah. just he became smart enough to get there. Like that's that was his main motivation. Right. If, if that's me though, and that's what I'm doing, I'm sending out a thing like a probe, I'm going to put like a cheeseburger on it. So somebody goes like, oh shit, I want to eat that cheeseburger and they eat it. And then they become knowledge. Like this was too coincidental that they were like, you know, they tried to get away from it. They couldn't, it kept coming. So they're like, all right, just shoot the thing. They shoot it. And then it like explodes, but it's still outside of the ship. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jordan is okay because he's got the reading rainbow as the the hair piece that filtered out the laser beams. But Barkley got well, wasn't he was unconscious, right? Jordy was on right. No, no, because he He zapped Barkley. Barkley became unconscious, and Jordy like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm thinking of a different episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, the end of the end of the end of this end of the episode, it all ends with. Barkley, you know, Barkley goes back to normal, which I thought was, you know, like he also got off. I know it wasn't his fault. He comes running in like, hey, guys, I'm back yeah. <laughs> and I'm fine. And everything's OK. I would have been like, just back <laughs> off for a second. You know, give me some space. <laughs> I need a few days to like under, you know, decompress and understand that you were your mind was taken over or whatever. But he ends up 
going on a date with like hot chick. Well, he doesn't go on a date. They're they're friends. Yeah, they do. That's does she go? It's it's a date date. She says she says reading rainbows like I need you to help me with this thing, and he's like, okay, I'm on it. And she's like, well, wait, we have a date. She called it a date. She's like, we have a date to go. That's, for it's a, a it's a pity for a date. walk. But she said date, and then they walk out of there, and the crusher or uh, the Riker is all jealous. like, oh, that's right. He's like, what? He's like, what? He has that face. He has that goofy Which Riker makes sense face. How he was really curious when uh, Blue Dress is like, yeah, he made a pass, and he's like, made a pass at you. What did he say? What happened? Tell me. Yeah, what but happened. he's not pissed. He's like, like dude, relax. Yeah, but yeah. he makes a point to be like, well, he's got a history with Troy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they're on and off again, kind of. Uh, really? Yeah, they get married in the last movie. They're they're the, they're, they're the Ross and Rachel of of the show. Really? Okay. Interesting. She's she's I like her. I don't know. Yeah, Troy's Troy's cool. And yeah. and it and she could get annoying in the beginning because she's kind of useless and she's she's a telepath and she says a lot, but they they, they figure out what to do with her. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Troy. I like everybody. And this whole crew kicks an ass. I did get to hear him say for my first time, make it so. It was my first <laughs> uh it's my first that's his line, right? Yeah, yeah, he says that all the time. That's my first one. I've, I mean, I've seen Gene Luke like running around doing stuff, but never heard him say that. It's funny that like it's it, it was the first, and like it didn't register to me that he because he says it all the time. So like like if you'd have told me he didn't say make it so, I'd be like, yeah, he doesn't even say it in this one. Like, yeah, yeah, he said, but he says it quite a bit. Did he drink any uh, any tea in this one? Like like none of his other things that they put on fucking towels and stuff i'm glad you know i'm glad you said that like there's a scene where barkley's drinking something like red juice i wrote it down because it's such a star trek thing the cup they want to make it a space cup it can't just be a regular cup it's got to be a space cup yeah they need to have they need to have the 40 chess and the cup is yeah exactly the the cup (laughs) is just a science beaker with like a metal attachment that's separate i noticed because he you know she they made a point to like show her pouring the red juice and then he picks it up and I was like, that's just a science beaker with a coat hanger wrapped around it. Very Star Trek. Yeah. But uh, they, they they do a good job of making regular stuff look not like futuristic, but not. Yeah. Of like there's a there's a online store where you can buy all the any chair that's been on the show. They'll tell you where to get that chair. And a lot of it's just regular furniture places. That's that's uh, the Blackula episode was all about. How his chair was uncomfortable, his captain's chair, and this dude had to fix it, and it went all wrong, and it ended up at the end. Blackula walks in, and he's like, "It looks like the same chair," and he's like, "It is the same chair," and he's like, "But sit in it," and he sits in it. He's like, "Whoa, it feels way different." What'd you do? He's like, "It's nice, right?" He's like, "Yeah." What'd you do? He's like, "I lowered it half a centimeter," and 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 Blackula was like, "What?" And I'm like, "What?" And everybody's like, "What?" It's like half a centimeter. Get out of here. Saved saved everyone's life. I don't know. It's comfortable. It's all it takes. That's the lesson. It's all it takes. Sometimes it just takes half a centimeter. But yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm glad. Did you like this episode? I did, man. I re- I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was. It's no Darmok. I'm still pissed we didn't the, get Darmok. I might have to watch that because it's gonna be a while before we use I, the wheel I, again. I, I would go. I would go as far to say that that episode. If you saw Darmok, you would. Yeah. You would. You would maybe invest more time in star trek like it's one might. episode it's one episode all it's... right why don't we why don't we do this for the why don't we watch darmok for patreon okay i'm down for you want to do that yeah. i know we said that we were going to go back to tales, tales, from, the tales crypt, from the crypt but... which we will but for next week 
We'll watch Dharma. I'm dying for you to see this episode. All right, we'll do that. This is this is my if I could show you one episode of the series, it'd be this one. All right. And that's not like, you know, what? What's the shirt again that I have? Yeah. It just has Picard on it and says Dharma and Jalad at Tanagra. (laughs) (laughs) That's a September 1991. (laughs) I don't even know, man. So I'm going to watch this episode and I'll understand your shirt. I'll understand your shirt. Yeah, you're going to want one of your own to be honest unbelievable all right so that's patreon i enjoyed this episode i'm glad that we did this uh the wheel of options worked i would like to say yeah you agree yeah i think so i mean i, I mean, got to watch star trek yeah I, I was afraid of that i thought i thought you would just explode so I, I apologize if i did more monitoring on this episode than than normal but i, I wanted to try to like keep you from like just exploding all over the place so no this is this is this is one of my like when I think of episodes like 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 I mean it's it's not the best episode but it's definitely not it it it's a very so, it's a very solid one like it's just like Man, in all seriousness dude the this is a well very well written piece of fiction like it really is yeah. um my pro and and like I said Shatner all that stuff the movies everything I've seen of Star Trek for the most part is very very well written it's just that it's packaged in this like well you know second hand packaging you know. Well, you know what I, I well, I, I think I know what you mean with that, but I, I think when you were putting it earlier, it remind uh, Chris Pine said something that was like, "Fuck yeah, Chris Pine." Recently, okay. right. so he like he's been on and off coming on to another Star Trek movie. They were interviewing him about something, and he said, "You know what?" He's like, "I think we really should just be working on the fans that we already have, and if other people want to join the party, that's great." But we've got a built-in fan base that we're ignoring because we want more. We want we want everybody else. It, it was just awesome. And it like was they like, want to reach a new. Yeah, like they want they. It's like I say all the time. Like they know they have my money. They want my right. wife's money, right. so they're gonna water it down and try and make it for an audience that doesn't want it. So they're gonna try and make it what they want, and it's that's exactly annoying. that's exactly what I was saying earlier when I said like Star Trek is in this bubble of its fans. Like it doesn't it doesn't. Either it's know, not trying to be anything else. It, it either doesn't try or like, doesn't know how to like bring new fans in. Well, it, it does on, try to do that. It becomes it tries that, to do it, you know. I'm become, saying on, becoming, the, you know. on the exponential level, like Star Wars, every generation has its own Star Wars, right? Yeah. And the and the prequels are not our generation's Star Wars, like them or not. Star Trek seems to just like be doing this Star Trek thing, and it doesn't really bo- either bother or can't expand. And when it does, it does the Abrams movies, which, you know, as far as they, they were, they appealed to action fans, yeah, they, but they not were, to like you know. Star Trek fans. So no. that's what I'm saying. Like with what Chris Pine said, it's exactly what I was saying was like, yeah, it's, it, it, that's the thing. It's like, if you're like, like they're doing a specific thing and yeah. if you like it, great. If you don't, that's great too. That's at least how it used to be. The new stuff they're trying to get at like they're 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 watering it down and making it about about like politics and making it they're they make it I, we're not gonna start with a new well story. it's it's like i said it before about star wars is like star wars you can't reboot star wars right because when you do it turns into something else it just turns into the next sci-fi movie and i feel like that's that's true for star trek that's too, with star know? trek you have to keep you have to keep with the vision the initial vision whether that's roddenberry or whoever it was and yeah you can like experiment and expand and grow but you can't reboot and with abrams movies like them or not it was a reboot and it yeah. they just they were just 
the next sci-fi movie instead of like the next Star Trek movie. That's that's what I say all the time about the new series. It's like if you know, like Picard and Discovery. If if they took the word Star Trek off it, it everybody would think it was terrible. No one would even bother with it. Everybody would be like, "This is awful. I'm not going to watch another one of these." But like because it's got that late logo, it's like people people like go to it out of this sense of loyalty or like they're chasing this dragon that like it's it's not what it was like it isn't the thing like everybody tells me to watch lower decks it's they got an animator from rick and morty to do a star trek show and make it it's like a family guy show that takes place in the star trek universe and i'm like i like star trek why do i like why would i like this except that oh they put star trek stuff in it like why do you think i'm here like uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like I'm here for because I like this thing, right? Like, stop doing exactly. other things, exactly, and and dressing it up like the other thing, right? It, it's it's so fucking irritating and pandering and gross. It's just uh, that's what I was saying. It's like you're here for you're here for Star yeah. Wars. Don't change it into a like thing. The Orville. Is, have you if you've the Orville is is this sh- is Star Trek: The Next Generation? It's awesome. It's 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 it scratches that itch. It's exactly what I want. And new Star Trek is just like. I don't know what the is fuck. the is the Orville officially Star Trek stuff. No, I wish it was. Okay. It, it's, it's not just a it, sci-fi show, right? No, but let, like literally, if you change the logo on their uniforms, it's Star Trek. It's I mean, they're, they're they don't even hide away from it. Right. It's it's literally instead of it being the Federation, it's they're the Union, like right. and they wear different colors. Like it's it is Star Trek. It's fucking right. it's crazy that they didn't get sued. Well, what's his name? Isn't what's the dude that does that show? Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. I noticed he is on this show. No, isn't he in Star Trek somewhere? He's been on Voyager. Oh, okay. Or no, I'm sorry. He was on Enterprise. He, I'm sorry. He was on Enterprise in a guest role. Once. Okay. Because yeah, Tom Morello was on Voyager. Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the weirdest thing. You know, I was just watching Voyager uh, one day, and I'm like, the fucking Tom Morello. Like, and he's in it for like five. You know, he's in it for like five minutes. That's awesome. He's just a crewman, like random crewman. Really. That's hilarious. Uh, all right, man. We good with this? Yeah, man. Yeah. All Thank right. you for I, indulging. I mean, I'll, oh, absolutely, I'll, I'll talk to Star Trek all day. I know you will. No, I enjoyed it. And anybody who wants to hear him talk more, we're, we're going to do it on the Patreon next week. Uh, Dharma Gabagas. Fung Bagalas. <laughs> Did I say it right? I, I, I get close. Dharma Gabagas. Chilagalas. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to move on. We got, I didn't realize this. We have three listener questions. All right. Cool. From the Patreon. From the Patreon. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do that. And then I'm going to read, uh, we got our a new review and then we're going to wrap it up. So first up is friend of the show, Charles Gushy from Patreon. He says, Angus Scrim was fantastic as the tall man from phantasm. And it could be said that he had a face made for horror. I don't see him mentioned uh, often enough though, when discussions of iconic horror movie actors arise. So my question is, in your opinion, what are some great horror movie actors characters that you think should be placed in high regard with the likes of freddie jason michael myers uh that aren't often considered or mentioned so overlook iconic uh horror actor slash characters it's funny because i I get like my i I was thinking tony todd but i mean he's he's pretty well respected how many how many did he do how many uh candy mans did he do them all before the reboot i think so i've only seen one and i think five okay but he's in both of those. He is respected, but yeah, I think he's, he's a, he tell you what time about Star Trek. He's in a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> he plays as Warf's, Candyman. That would be awesome. If he just he plays, uh, no, even better. He plays Worf's brother. No shit. Oh, so he's got 
maybe I saw him. I saw an episode where somebody was maybe, maybe he plays worse brother. He played, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Kern. Kern. <laughs> okay. Sounds yeah. familiar. I don't know. But he but he, he plays multiple parts. Like he's he's a guy that keeps coming back and okay. doing other parts. Uh, but yeah, Tony Todd, I think I mean he's pretty well respected. I mean, I, I, but we go to horror cons, like yeah, you know. It's true. Um, but he's not he's 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 not included in the like montage posters you know when you see michael and jason freddie and so i would i would say he qualifies maybe no you know i mean this isn't one you love but uh maniac cop is a is a pretty good one and what do you know that actor's name i I don't know off the top of my head i can't think of him how many what do you do three four three three maniac cops three maniac cops jeffrey combs and reanimator but he's not really a bad guy um just in horror in general i think i don't know it's it's kind of a cool community because everybody's everybody kind of gets their due yeah. you know like nobody's like you know i mean I, at, at least in these circles you know you know who i'm gonna go with my man warwick davis oh his leprechaun yeah <laughs> i've i've like i recently watched like a handful of those and he's just he just doesn't get the credit yeah he just doesn't get the credit man that i, I can't imagine a different actor and I, I think there was at least one or two that played really? leprechaun in different maybe the later movies or something i don't think he, warwick davis was leprechaun in all of them but he was leprechaun in at least in most of them wait he is in one two three four five he is in at least six of them okay so i mean i can't imagine another face wearing that makeup and acting in the role like he's he's just so perfect for it yeah i mean and, chucky gets respect but brad duraf doesn't really you know yeah but they don't really they don't use brad duraf's face um yeah it's interesting man when you watch chucky they they do flashbacks and they, they cast an actor actually it might be his daughter who who is you know his daughter i forget his name her name dorif um she is the main character in the last two chucky movies and she's a main character in the series as well looks exactly like that dude it's like it's hard to not see him anyway but yeah i mean definitely for his voice brad dorif does not get like the record i mean a lot of people don't even know that he yeah. did it I mean, no. he's also got an incredible body of work. Like, oh, totally. That dude, you know, awesome. it's, it's not like a, we're not, I mean, same with Tony Todd. Like, you know, he's, yeah. he's got, he's got a list of shit. The crow, it's man. Just, People always forget about the crow. Yeah. Tony Todd. It's just one other. Yeah. This is yeah. one other thing he did, you know? All right, Charlie, uh, Charlie, thank you for the question, man. We're going to, we got another one here from a uh, friend of the show, Katie, uh, AKA pizzazz deliverer. <laughs> yeah. She says, what do you think is Robert Forrester's handsomest feature? So I recently watched Alligator, Mm -hmm. which is a really cool movie. And that's Robert Forrester really young. And it's really funny because we talked about his last movie, which was The Wolf of something hollow. Snow hollow. Snowy hollow, maybe. Maybe. That was his last movie. Forrester's always struggled with male pattern baldness. And in Alligator, they actually... Like it's like a running thing, like joke in the movie it was pretty funny. So she asks, "What's his most handsomest feature?" I, I would say either. I think it's probably his voice. It, like he does have a cool voice. It's got it's got to be his voice. Like I mean, you know, he's a handsome guy. He's got sure. that stare and everything. But, I was gonna go with his eyes. Yeah, I was gonna go with his eyes too. But like, it's one of those things where it's it doesn't do it without the voice. You know? Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got an iconic voice. One of these days, I want to watch uh, uh, Black Hole. For the show and talk about it it's he's never seen it he's like crazy young in that it's super good horror movie from from our pals at disney yeah so you're going voice i'm going eyes katie thank you for the question uh last question is from 
friend of the show, artist supreme, Eric Wolfgang, does all our artwork. Go check him out at Wolfieboy21 on Instagram. Check out his work. He says, speed round of smash or pass. <laughs> yeah. All Do you right. think he means? <laughs> yeah, I think so. What I does mean, he mean, what does he mean? Because the list is not all right. Smash or pass, Freddy Krueger? Uh, pass. Pass, absolutely. Smash yeah. or pass, Jason Voorhees? Pass. Pass as well. Yeah. yeah, that it's like he's like a zombie. He's just, no. no. Um, the Cenobites from Hellraiser. I'll, I'll I'll smash. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. Uh, the blob pass on that shit, dude. The blob. I, I, no, no, I, I, yeah, smash for sure. Yeah, like it's like acid. Uh, Pazuzu. Pazuzu oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know? Yeah. Pazuzu. What is Pazuzu? That's uh, the exorcist. The oh. hard pass. Really? Wait, <laughs> yeah, are we talking so- about as Linda Blair? Like Linda it's, Blair? It's the demon that, pres- that, 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 that possesses Linda Blair. If so, it's Linda, if it's Linda Blair as Pazuzu, I'll smash. If it's like a demon thing, either way, I'm out. Really? All right. <laughs> yeah, that that shit. Yeah, that is, is fucked up. I know. I, no I, way. I, I don't. <laughs> I dig on Linda Blair though, man. She was in this movie called I think it's called Hell's Gate or something like that. After yeah. she's, I dig it. Uh, Chucky, smash pass. <laughs> I got a pass. It's too. It's like kids. yeah, nah, I got a pass. Nah. Yeah, uh, it's it's too much like a kid. Yeah. Pumpkinhead, pass. I got to pass. You haven't seen yeah. Pumpkinhead, though. I've you? never seen it. I've seen the cover of the box. You know what a Pumpkinhead looks like. It's, yeah. it's too creaturey. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Christine, the car. I'll smash. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Figure something out. Uh, Hal 9000. Is that 2001? Yeah. Hal 9000. What is it? Yeah. It, it's, it's like an AI that you've seen 2001. Like, yeah. But I'm saying, like, physically. Like, yeah. I mean, just, I'd, yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely would just because. Right. You know, uh, what would that? What would they even be like? Yeah, uh, Seth Green, last one. Seth Green. <laughs> uh, I got a pass, man. I just I <laughs> fucking Seth Green. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd also pass. No, you wouldn't. Uh, you, you, you hesitated. <laughs> uh, that that's uh, that was a good. Question, I, I could go either way. Seth Green. Right. It depends how much right. I had to drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Wolfgang, you're a madman. Thanks for the question. Thanks for all the questions, you guys. We so we got a new review over on iTunes, folks. It helps the show. If you like the show, go over there and leave us and leave us a uh, a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I think you can rate the podcast on Spotify and stuff. Uh, this is from Gorgon Dave. He says, "Solid five stars. Very cool in depth discussion of wide range of a wide range of horror cinema. Check it out." Uh, Gorgon Dave, thank you so much for taking the time the 30 seconds that it took to uh, write a review we appreciate that hope that uh, some of you other guys will d brumfeld who won our uh demon night we haven't forgotten about you covid kind of set us back and uh we're gonna get that out to you very soon so yeah um, i'll send it out uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll get that going uh i think that's it man you got anything else no no am i missing something you look we, like we gotta pick next week oh that's uh, right we gotta pick next week all right qr Oh shit! This one's tough, and there's a good, really, there's a good letter. There's it's a, a great letter. letter, and there's three very good candidates. Oh um, boy! I, I was kind of set on doing Return of the Living Dead, but you just watched it like yeah. in the last couple. Did days, I mess that like, up? Did I mess that up? No, but I mean, like, and I also just watched the second one the other day too, because like I was like I should watch it. Like I, it's, it, 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 I mean, I, 
I'll watch it whenever. But I sure. literally, we literally both just watched it. So it's like, oh man. And like, it, it is good. It is worth It's in constant again. rotation, I think, on both of our. The other one is Reanimator, which is one of my all time favorites. Um, right now. But I'm not, I feel the other one is kind of a curveball. <laughs> it's a movie I grew up with. I, I saw a million times, but probably haven't seen in 20 years. Okay. Are you familiar with the movie Repossessed? Repossessed. Um, it's a spoof of The Exorcist with Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> and Linda right. Blair. Linda Blair is it really? All right, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Are you ready do that? For, yeah. I mean, I like I wonder yeah. if it holds up. I used to watch this movie. When when how old is this movie? It's like 91, maybe, maybe, okay. maybe 88. Like it might be it's it's late 80s, early 90s. Oh man, let's do it. So it's like in with those. Yeah, it's a it's uh Mel Brooks. It's, yeah, it's it like Brooks? it's like airplane, but with the exorcist. Is it Mel Brooks? No. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm totally down. <laughs> I feel like I might have seen it. It came point, out in 1990. Okay. Yeah. Came out in 1990. Got a great cover. Uh, I'm excited, man. Is that what, is that your pick? Is that official? Yeah, yeah. You sound right, like you're all over it. It just sounds fun. And... <laughs> I wonder if it holds up because I haven't seen it in a long time. The first review on IMDb. Yeah. says one star it's as funny as ebola <laughs> yeah but we know about what do we find out about uh, imdb and their and their reviews you know well that's the, that's their trivia oh, okay speaking uh-huh. of it's time to for you to review something on imdb right oh yeah yeah should i do the nth degree <laughs> or should yeah, i do the batman or a batman yeah do something yeah do one of those yeah dude let's do that repossessed no repossessed is if you've never seen it it might be fucking cringy but it probably is but leslie nielsen is usually pretty solid as far as that genre goes you know yeah it's super stupid ned Beatty's in it i think hulk hogan might be in it at nice one point. i yes. don't remember you know it's gonna be it's gonna be- I, I i might be getting that mixed up with another movie but i think hulk hogan might show up i don't remember just uh leslie nielsen linda blair ned Beatty. that's good enough and it's a spoof on the exorcist i'm down yeah, right. I mean it. It it is. It's in that like. I mean, you don't. You don't. You know what I'm talking about? Men in yeah. tights. Yeah. Hot shots. Awesome. That's a movie that doesn't get enough credit. Hot yeah, shots. I just watched that. It's good. Solid. Um, all right, man. So next week for letter R, repossessed with Leslie Nielsen, 1990. Is that what you said? Yeah, 1990. Cool. Sounds good. All right. I got nothing else. You got anything else? Nope. Episode 50 in the books, folks. Thank you so much for uh, listening. 50 episodes. I know there's at least. Uh, three people out there that have listened to all 50 episodes or will will have once this is aired so thank you maybe there's more me and you and one other person (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening thanks for being here 50 episodes is pretty damn fucking awesome so uh here's the 50 more uh if you want to find us on social media instagram twitter at death by podcast uh youtube death by podcast the youtube channel is growing and growing and also just to say this for the YouTube channel, what we're, what we're putting on the YouTube channel is all of our episodes are up there, but also we're doing episode trailers, which is visually us. You can see us and it's like a minute, two minutes of uh, a segment from the show. So those are that I'm editing out and putting up there and they're fun and you get to see our faces and, and stuff like that. So go check out YouTube. Uh, if you want to support the show directly, you can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash death by podcast where we have our second bonus mini podcast, BoobTube TV. And like we said, uh, we've been on sort of a Tales from the Crypt binge or road. We're doing. We're going to take a break. And next week, we're going to watch Darmok Banaknak, 
Just it's just Darmok. Just Darmok. Just Darmok. Sorry, <laughs> Darmok. Uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. I'm hoping it has an alien in it. Oh yeah. It's got, oh it's, yeah. It's got it. It's fucking right, so awesome. Cool. It's uh, I forget. I forget what species they are. Damn yeah, it. Probably doesn't matter. I think the Talaxians. No, the Talax. No, that's something else. Oh no no. You mean the Xlaxians? Probably right. No. <laughs> that's not a real thing. Um, so anyway, check that out. Kevin's gonna get to talk st- uh, Star Trek a little bit more. So we're we're excited about that. That's on Patreon, along with behind the scenes stuff. And uh, as you heard in this episode, uh, listener questions, we answer those for Patreon and all that. So with that, we're going to sign off. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Adam. That's your other host. Uh, Kevin. It's Miller time. Wow. First try. Good job. Good job. All right, folks. Be safe. Stay healthy. Eat some uh, vegetables and oats. Thank you.